Hi everybody, welcome to this Pharmacy with Purpose podcast with me, your host, Joe Kanema. And today, uh, we're joined by uh, Mr. Elias Simwaka, who is uh, standing for the position of the uh, Pharmacy Technology Representative. Uh, as, you, as we all know, you know, uh, in the pharmacy profession, that it is time for elections, it is time that we are uh, going to the polls to vote for our new uh, uh, representatives, for our new leaders uh, to represent us in the pharmaceutical society of Zambia. So, Mr. Elias Simonka, welcome uh, to this podcast. Thank you very much, Mr. Jokanema. Thank you. It's good to have you. And uh, uh, I also just wish you the best, even during this time, even as you uh, do whatever you can, as you campaign, uh, whatever that you do, I wish you the best that uh, uh, may the best man win during the elections. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. All right. Uh, let's get to it. Um, uh, you are standing for the position of uh, pharmacy technologies uh, representative, and I think many people would uh, love to know who Mr. Elias is. I think before we come to the uh, to your professional background, but I think people would just like to know who Mr. Elias is on a personal level, uh, where he's coming from. Uh, maybe if you could just be able to let us know who Mr. Elias Simonka is. Okay, uh, Mr. Lars Mwaka is just a simple young man who grew up from the southern province. And uh, later on, he moved to the Copper Belt where he joined his sisters and he did his uh, secondary education from there. Mm. And thereafter, he came to Lusaka where I did my tertiary education at Ivarin Horn College. I did a diploma in pharmacy. Then when I completed, I started to work with Preso Ministry. Then in the same year, I also started school with University of Zambia, which is a diploma in purchasing and supply. And the same year again, uh, I wanted to normally further my studies so that I can be able to understand both the pharmacy professional and also other professionals as well. So I further did my degree in project management having this mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And also due to the interest of projects, I also discovered that as pharmacy, we are able should be able to run different kinds of projects and their projects the pharmacy. Mm-hmm. And we need to be monitored in the movement of these projects or supply chain or drugs. So I did a degree in monitoring and evaluation. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, I'm in public health and also a master's in project planning management. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. That's so quite that's uh, CV sign. I must, uh, must commend you. I think that's quite uh, a powerful CV. No, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's very good. And uh, just so that I think we'd also love to know just the the, the the leadership or perhaps your leadership profile just what you have been able to achieve uh, in the past uh, leading to to this position that you want to take okay when it, when, when it comes to the leadership profile that i've been engaged in so many leadership uh, activities uh 
when I was at my second dad, I was actually appointed as a head boy. I was able to, because of the spirit of leadership and bringing the people together, they saw that oh, this is the right person who can be able to speak on behalf for students. Mm. So I was able to be the head boy for the, uh, for the school. Then when I came to Eva in Hon College, I saw that in Ecofamsa, we needed to improve the activities of the association. What activities can be able to come on board such to support the income and other activities that they can be able to run so that students will not suffer. So I was appointed as a project coordinator for Ecofamsa. Mm-hmm. Because of that, uh, other associations, they saw the, how active Ecofamsa was and as Ecofamsa, we are not able to borrow money from other associations within So, associations like ECODA, SHARES, they also approached me to be their project manager so that we can be able to work together and also uh, help other students within the school in terms of financial resources. Um, that that's basically on my leadership in terms of wise. Then, when it comes to church, uh, I was appointed as the officer in charge for the brass band because they saw how responsible I was, and also because of that, I was also promoted as a lieutenant in the boys' brigade. Then, when it comes to the professional level, I was appointed as the provincial pharmacy technology province. Because they saw that I was very active in activities of pharmacy. Whatever activities were there during HGM, I was able to be there and also involve myself to ensure that our professional goes to the next step. So currently, are you serving in any uh, leadership profile at the moment or in any leadership uh, position? Uh, currently, I am serving uh, just a small leadership uh, position. Uh, actually, for my class, I see, my, I see it as a very uh, good leadership because I'm able to represent students in my class. For the masters of public health, we have got about over 50 students from different countries. So I am able to present those students to the management of the university, both Zambian branch and also the Indian branch, so that students can be able to access quality education. So before we come to you know uh, uh, you know what you you know your vision and what you plan to do. Uh, when or in case you're voted into into the position of pharmacy technologist representative, what prompted you to to stand for this position? Uh, what what actually came into my mind was uh, where well, I've seen I've observed that uh, the majority of pharmacy technologists actually suffering physically. You find that they finish. But they're not able to access employment, but employment is actually there. And the other thing you find that um, most of the pharmacy technology, yes, they accept the little pay that they are getting from uh, retail outlets. It's because they're not able to get the actual job that is supposed to be for them. Thirdly, also what came into my mind was 
uh, looking at the supply chain system, I observed that most of the the reason why we have a shortage of supply chain system or shortages of drugs in the country is because we are not having the right people to be managing those things. So we find that pharmacy technologists they actually understand the role pharmacy in terms of uh, uh, supply chain system, logistic dispensing, and other things in terms of patients. But you find that they are not involved this people. So that's what came into my mind. I was like, no, I think something has to be done. And due to the the majority of stakeholders that I'm involved in, I've seen that I can be able to push certain activities to them so that pharmacy technology benefit. So in terms of, uh, you know, I've seen in your in your in your uh, manifesto. So uh, you've talked about a number of things. I think we should be able to 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 discuss. Um, but I think the first one, uh, talking about the revision of the the PSA constitution, because because uh, uh, you know to allow pharmacy technologists to be able to vote. I'm sure, I'm sure this is uh, you know a hot topic, especially when it comes to pharmacy technologies. Many people feel, many pharmacy technologists feel that they should be given that chance uh, yeah, to vote for the for the PSA uh, in the PSA elections the PZ president for the for the for the NS and everybody so maybe I would just like to hear from you how 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 would you like to go about uh, revising the PZ constitution to to allow the farmtech to to vote okay that's a very good question Mr. Jokanema first of all I would say that it has been observed that the constitution does not allow pharmaceutical to vote and that's not been fair to us as pharmacy technologists because the leaders that have been appointed the PSZ executive there are some leaders who are also leading the pharmacy technologists they're not only leading pharmacists so meaning pharmacy technologists should be able to vote so they also have the, the right to choose the candidate of their choice but if the pharmacist choose a certain candidate and the pharmacy technologists are not happy with that candidate that's why you find that there's that confusion in our profession. So, uh, when I come into office, <clears throat> I will ensure that pharmacy technologists should be allowed to vote so that they have that uh, that feeling of choosing their right candidate. Even when they are working, they know I talk about the right candidate who's ahead of them. And not only that, I have observed that the majority of pharmacy technologists, they don't only have diploma, but you find that they also have other qualifications like I do. So you find that they should be able to also be allowed to stand for other positions. Because we know pharmacy is not only about us having a bachelor's in pharmacy, but you need to extend to other professions so that you can be able to understand what is happening around the world. So when you bring things like business administration, bring things like procurement, purchasing and supply, these are these are the qualifications that we need for our leaders out there so they can be able to understand the supply chain system. So I also work with the executive, the national secretary, to ensure that this constitution should be revised so that we should pharmacy technologists vote for the right candidate of their choice. That's a very. That, I think that's a. That's a very. 
interesting uh, interesting point and, and i think many many farmers technologists really want to see to see that happen and i think another interesting um, component is that <coughs> issue of, of salaries i think you've talked about salary improvement in the private sector uh how would you how would you tackle the improvement of salaries for for farmers technologies especially in the private sector Okay, when it comes to, to salary improvement, um, I've worked in private before and I've seen the disadvantages which are <clears throat> actually there. So, the first thing is that I will work with HPCZ and Zamra <clears throat> under the farmers' units to ensure that every farmer that comes for registration should have a contract of a farmer's technologies. It's not only the contract of a pharmacist that is needed, that is supposed to be presented, but even the contract of a pharmacist technologist should be represented so that we see that there is an agreement between the pharmacist technologist and the employer. And mean that even the terms and conditions that should be agreed, parties should be agreed. Then secondly, to make this thing very effective, I also ensure that during annual returns, when people go for annual returns, Zamora, or during con- renewal of contract from HPC trade, contracts should be presented to ensure that those people are working there, the farmers technologists who are working there, they are actually working to their best conditions of services. Thirdly, I also work with PSZ executive to ensure that we push in an inspector, inspectorate team, which is going to be going around to be inspected these healthy facilities, great pharmacies, private We are pharmacy personnel, so we should be able to inspect those pharmacies. As the pharmaceutical society of Zambia, we're looking at the society, so we need to be able to protect our society, ensure that the right people are working because and they are getting the best salaries that are supposed to get. So the moment the PZ inspectors end, we need to be able to perfect for that they are getting the best condition of safety. That's very that's very great to hear. And um, just to marry, you know, uh, issue of salary improvement uh, in the private sector with with employment, because uh, I, I, I see that from your manifesto, you've talked about tackled the issue of, of employment and I think it's something that uh, that is of a challenge at the moment I think many farmers technologists can be able to agree that it's difficult to find employment so how how do you uh, you know as a you know, pharmacy uh, technologist representative together with uh, with the PAZ uh, exco how would you handle the issue of, of, of employment okay that's a that's a very good question there because uh, one of my interests why I'm standing for this position is that I've seen that we are producing so many pharmacy technologies but you find that not, they're not being employed. And you find many pharmacies out there they're not using the right people to handle pharmaceutical products. So, when I come in into office, the key stakeholders that are very influential here are talking about Zamora, PS, and the we need to ensure that the right people are actually managing those pharmaceutical products. Because you, ca- you cannot open a retail pharmacy without a pharmacy technologist. 
quite right the pharmacist has to be there but there is need to have a pharmacy technology who should be able to understand the commodities even when patients are coming in they should be able to understand okay this drug works for this condition but you find that out there they're just using just get for another person just under drug secondly i work with the district pharmacist district pharmacist technologies and the provincial pharmacy to ensure that all the vacancies in the province should be submitted and not only vacancies at this point also talking at even those facilities that do not have pharmacy personnel i know we have a lot of facilities that have uh, nurses who are uh, issuing drugs or dispensing drugs to pharmacy and they cannot say that we've got we've got the shortage of pharmacy personnel because we have enough pharmacy technologies to be able to go in those facilities then thirdly i also work with opas as we know now we have a good number of pharmacy technologies who upgraded to pharmacists but are still getting a salary of a pharmacy technologist and they're saying there's no position so we need to work in hand hand with opas to ensure that those pharmacists pharmacy technologies who upgraded they should move to that of pharmacy so that those vacancies for pharmacy technology should be able to place in pharmacy technologies in those positions then fourthly i also work with ciders chas and msl to ensure that pharmaceutical logistics should be handled by pharmacy technologies because we know that uh, pharmacy technologies so only people be able to understand the pharmaceutical products so we cannot not be able to have different uh, professionals to handle pharmaceutical products we need our own pharmacy technologies to handle those pharmaceutical products so those are the areas that i'm going to focus in and those are the areas that i'm going to depend in i think there's another interesting part you know in your manifesto uh, which is you're talking about uh, you know uh, student uh, insurance and, and loans i think we'll be able to come to that i think uh, it to be it to be very very interesting to 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 hear from you uh, but before we come to that i think i'll marry the issue of uh, uh, you know projects to support pharmacy technologists with uh, the addition of specialty programs for pharmacy technologists how do you uh, plan to ensure that you you're going to include these projects that are going to support uh, uh, farm techs and other additional uh, specialty programs okay first i'll start with the additional specialty program to farmers technologies because we we should be able to understand that already we're looking at uh these facilities that are handling a wide range of uh specialty programs So when I come into power I actually ensure that pharmacy technologies should be able to specialize one in public health we should be able to have public health pharmacy technology we should be able to have environmental health pharmacy technologies supply chain pharmacy technologies data pharmacy technologies and quality assurance pharmacy technology when I talk of public health pharmacy technology we should be able to have these people in place because already we have retail of community pharmacies which are in the public so we need this technology to be able to assess whatever is happening in that particular environment because we know some people they might they are abusing most of the drugs yes 
we need the inspectors to be there, but we need to able to understand how are these drugs harming our people. Then secondly, I also look at environmental health pharmacy technologies who should be able to understand, assess the environment where drugs are being where drugs are being. It's also important that we should be able to know how this environment is to our commodities. Because we have seen that a lot of people that are opening a pharmacy anywhere, they're not worrying about the environment. What we want is just business. But us, we need to ensure that this environment clean for this particular part. Supply chain pharmacy technologies, it will be also a plus to us because we need to be able to ensure that there's proper supply chain in the country. Theater pharmacy technologies is also one component where in the theater we have we, we have uh, pharmaceutical products being administered to patients. Now, in that theater you find there's no pharmacist, there's no pharmacy technology. There. So mean that whatever happens there, who's guiding them? No one. So we need to ensure that we have this data method so that they're able to guide the doctors and the surgeons there. So when you look at these specialist programs, already we are opening employment for pharmacy technologists because you find that each and every hospital needs a theater pharmacy technology. Each and every hospital needs a public health pharmacy technology. Even Zamra themselves, they need environmental health pharmacy technology, public health pharmacy technology, to ensure that whatever is happening in the community, these people are actually there. When I go to projects, as a project manager, I will ensure that proper projects are being uh, put in place to support pharmacy technology. I know most of them will say, no, these projects cannot work, but trust me, these projects work. One of the projects that is in my mind is we need quite right pharmacy technologists uh, that they are eligible to open a health, a health shop. That's a plus. Okay. So in that health shop, a pharmacy technologist can employ a certificate holder managing that to be also there in their dispensing commodities. So for example, in a, in, in Osaka district, we have about 15 health shops. And these 15 health shops, they're being managed by certificate holders who are there, those health shops. Then you find that these health shops are being managed by or supervised by two pharmacy technologists should be able to see the quality of the shops. Then on top of that, you find that uh, we have quite a pharmacist. So you find that each health shop is going to be generating a salary, maybe 2000 which is going to be paying both the pharmacist and the pharmacy technologist. So in this case, we're looking at a situation where also employ, uh, increasing jobs for pharmacy technologists, also increasing jobs for pharmacists as well. But my main interest is pharmacy technology. Because in one district, if we have 15 health shops, two pharmacy technologists responsible for that, then you find what about other uh, districts? So people might ask that why do you want, why should two pharmacy technologists be able to handle because not every pharmacy technologist can open a health shop. 
due to income status, financial status. Then this also goes to a pharmacy. A pharmacy patients can open a pharmacy. Then they employ they employ two pharmacies. Look at the six pharmacies that each pharmacy cannot open. Then at the end of the month, each pharmacy will generate an income of five thousand, which will be able to pay the salary of the two pharmacies. Mm-hmm. Already we are saying that um, there is already uh, what can I say job opportunities for pharmacy technologies and also we are looking at also a long term uh, job opportunities for them because you find they will be able to own their own company where a group of five pharmacy technologies open five pharmacies with, uh, uh, paying two pharmacies so we are looking at a long term employment or Or company that they are going to be able to have as pharmacy technologies. That's so these are the projects. These are the projects that I want to look at, and I know when I come into office, I'm going to initiate these projects because I know that when you look at health shop, health shop, uh, when you look at Zama, they're saying that they should be opened in rural areas. Yes, quite right, rural areas. But we need to have a good number of health shops. In one, in one district, the reason is one: if we have a good number of health shops in one district, one, we're going to, increase, to ensure that the community they are able to access commodities. This is the reason why people just go in town, they buy drugs, they just go dispense in the community because that particular community has no health shop. They cannot be afford to come into town to go and go back. We need health shops, those communities. So these are the projects that I will. Put in place, ensure that pharmacy technology should be able to benefit at the highest level. That's very interesting. And um, um, another just interesting thing is, um, you know, I think that the two 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 big big interesting things here: uh, the issue of student insurance that you've talked about and loans. I think this is very very interesting. But down here, you've talked about uh, funerals and school fees and, st- and you know, startup business. I think you've talked about startup business. But you know, one thing I wanted to find out before we can talk about this is, uh, at the moment, uh, our pharmacy, because there was the DDAC that was introduced, I think, some time ago uh, by PZ. Uh, is, is the DDAC still happening for pharmacy technologies at the moment? Uh, the DDAC for pharmacy technologies... Some they're being deducted, but some they're not being deducted. Okay, is 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 there is there is there is there any reason why some are being deducted and some are not being deducted? I think that one has got an issue to do with the <clears throat> the payroll system. You see, as they came up with this deduct issue, you find that not all pharmacy technologists are working in government; the majority are working in private sector. So you find that uh, some raised the complaint where they were saying that why should PZ deduct from us without authorization? Because they're supposed to get an authorization from the first person to that deduction. But when they had that information, that's when they stopped those adding more pharmaceutical technologies for the deduct. I think another interesting part is on the formation of the FATAS. Which is the Pharmacy Technologies Association of Zambia, and uh, and I, I I believe this is something that has been pending for a very long time. And uh, how do you how do you just plan 
to go about it to ensure that this time around it gets to fruition okay formation of fatas the association for pharmaceutical technologists this is an issue that has been pending it has been shaking because i remember when we started this fatas with a group of people uh we we came up with a constitution quite to right but you find there were also other people who came on board because of no that communication between the two groups so i want to thank mr lucky musaka and mr jokanema and also other people who also came on board who pushed it to the next level so when i come into office i will ensure that i have to form an interim executive again to ensure that this association has to be now registered fully then secondly and I, i will present the association constitution to the peer right executive because they have to be aware of what we are doing as pharmaceutical technologies as the executive psz because as we are forming this association tomorrow we should not forget that uh, we have an executive under the pharmaceutical society of zambia that to be be under So I will present the, the constitution to the PZ executive. Then thereafter, I will ensure that the association has to be registered. I will push in, I will put in my level base to ensure this association has to be registered, no matter what. Because by June 2021, the next uh, AGM, which is next year, my main goal is to ensure that I need to prevent this association the AGM so that they should be able to know what we are doing as pharmaceutical technology mind you we are not we are not selfish we should be doing things behind uh, other people's backs like what others do as we are going to tell them we are doing this and we are forming an association and this association is going to work like this and it's going to be like this. so this is what i'm going to do next year but then the association has already been uh, registered Then the same year, that particular time in June, to ensure that I'll communicate to a good, a lot of famous technologists to participate in the AGM next year, so that in the, the same time, the executive for famous technologies association has to be put in place, and the famous technologists have to vote for the people. Then they are on our work with the new executive to ensure that. We open up branches to other provinces to ensure that we have a uh, representative in each and every province to see the cries that our farmers technologists are actually crying for. That way we are going to work as one unit. So Mr. Elias, I think before I let you go, just what would you like to say, you know, what, what, what would be your, your closing remarks? Okay, what I would like to say is that uh, you see, as farmers technologists, uh, we are being sidelined somehow because we we are the majority of in the facility, the facility countrywide. So you find that uh, we work stretch shifts, but you find that we're not being given the best condition of it. So, and so I will ensure that all these things have to come to an end. And I have seen being in the farmers for a long period of time, I have seen that there are things that I'll be able to 
I'm going to be able to achieve. And with my new qualifications that I have, I know what is supposed to be done and I will do my level best. Thank you, Mr. Smoker. It's good to have you on the Pharmacy with Purpose podcast. Thank you very much, Mr. Joker Neymar.